Hello and welcome to Lace and Cupcakes, a podcast for Lolitas by a Lolita. I'm your host, Grace. This is it. We've made it to the end. This is the last official episode of the Lace and Cupcakes podcast. It's a little bittersweet, but emotionally I've been pretty done with the podcast for a while now, and I felt it was only right to release the interviews I've uh, done with uh, other creators because, you know, they took the time to accept my request. And I thank every one of them for that. And I thank every single one of you listeners as well. I really appreciate everyone who enjoyed the podcast. It served its place, you know, and... Um, I haven't looked recently, but I know that there are other Lolita podcasts out there. I really hope there's some that are still keeping up with it. It's a lot easier when there's a co-host to handle the workload. But yeah, um, anyway, I want to thank everyone for listening, and I want to thank everyone who helped make this podcast possible. I really appreciate it, and it was fun while it lasted, you know, but it's time for me to move on to other things. If you really want to keep up with me, I am Bento Buff on most platforms, uh, B-E-N-T-O-B-U-F-F. I vlog Tamagotchis on my YouTube channel, um, and that's pretty much all I really post to except for outside of my tarot reading uh, side hustle, but that doesn't feel like you know, something I should really necessarily share on here. I don't know. If you really want to know, you can just DM me on Instagram or Twitter or whatever, and I'll tell you the name. But anyway, that's neither here nor there. Um, What I want to say is thank you for this past, like, couple years now of um, the podcast and being there and listening and, yeah, um... Uh, if I think of any other topics that I really feel pulled to do an episode on, then I'll go ahead and just record it and upload it. It'll have next to no editing. Um, not that that's really been an issue anyway with this podcast in general. Um, don't really do too much editing because the platform doesn't allow for much, but you know what I mean. Um, it'll just, it'd just be off the cuff, but even then, I don't think I would, because I don't even really keep up with my local community anymore. Um, I've just got, you know, a lot going on, and yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, I really hope you enjoy the interview. It was a great interview, uh, just like pretty much all of the other ones. Um, in fact, I've only had one guest I wasn't particularly fond of, and if you listen, you might be able to pick up who it is, but even so, I'm not gonna name names because, you know, like, everyone was so gracious enough to give me the the time, and I appreciate everybody, regardless. Um, but yeah, so, I, maybe I'll see you around. Today we have on Maya, and we are talking actually about be, uh, being a budget Lolita. Uh, we actually met through an EGL group uh, all about, like, it's called, uh, I'm 
Uh, I'm broke, but I still wear Lolita fashion, right? Uh, I'm poor, but I still wear Lolita properly. Okay, okay. And we'll have the link to the uh, group in the show notes um, if you guys would like to check it out. But, um, but yes, so Maya, why do you think so many people new to the fashion perceive cost to be an insurmountable barrier? Honestly, I feel like because for a really long time, it kind of was like nowadays you have crazy deals on lace market. You have Wonder World, you have Closet Child, you have Taobao and Taobao has so many amazing releases. You have trade swap meets, all of this. But let's say 10 years ago, honestly, even five years ago, a lot of the stuff we have now, a lot of the resources we have for poor Lolitas weren't readily available or weren't, you know, widely known about. So a lot of people who are coming into Lolita now, they're reading these 10, 15-year-old blogs about buying Lolita, and they're learning about how the fashion used to be acquired and the costs that we used to have to deal with, as opposed to nowadays where you can get deals left and right. So I feel like it's just outdated information. Fair enough. Yeah, that, that was kind of what I was feeling too. Um, because like even with Bodyline, like they until the, recently they were still really expensive. Um, and in fact, they're still kind of expensive, but considering oh, yeah. what they are, considering what they are. But um, but what uh, so to get into the spirit of enjoying cheaper Lolita fashion and budgets and discounts. And the reason I ask you on is because I love your coordinates, especially in this group. And it's like, yes. (laughs) (laughs) So um, what is your favorite cheap, like Lolita win or score deal? Like your favorite thing that you've gotten? Hands down, it is my angelic pretty Martian ribbon jumper skirt. It has the uh, back frill with the little bustle on the back. I got it for $70, and it is most likely my most worn piece. I keep making cords with it every 10 seconds. You know that from the group. I am constantly making new cords for that dress. I am so in love with it. But they are so cute, so keep it up. (laughs) So what is your favorite brand? Um, I'm super decisive, so I actually have two separate categories for that. For big brands, Angelic Pretty, hands down. But for Taobao brands, I actually really love Two Alice. I know their quality is hit or miss, but their prints are absolutely stunning and their price is amazing. Like, I love their stuff. I actually just ordered a Two Alice hoodie over the weekend off of Lace Market. (laughs) Oh, that is awesome. I spent just as much on shipping as I did on the hoodie, though, because I couldn't find. Like, I, I really need to get on Taobao. I interviewed another Lolita about um, about shopping on Taobao directly, and I haven't gotten around to it. But I couldn't find this hoodie anywhere, like from any second party dealers, and it was like, no. <laughs> oh, it's okay. It's worth it. It's cute. That's <laughs> such a mood. And I think it kind of ties into the next question because that's why I personally have a budget. (laughs) 
But um, do you think budgeting and saving over the long term for pieces is a good way to go if someone's tighter on funds but wishes to wear Lolita? Honestly, it depends. My knee-jerk reaction is to say no, but I think of it as depend. It really depends on what, like how much you're budgeting, how much you have saved, and how long it would take you to save for a piece. Like, for example, when I got into Lolita, I was a broke high school student. My first cord was when I was 17 years old. I wasn't allowed to have a job and I didn't have allowance. So I had to save up my birthday money to buy cords and all that. And when I did finally have a cord, I was so excited that I just bought a ton of crap, like a huge haul all at once because I was so excited to finally be able to buy something. And a year later, I didn't even touch half the stuff I bought and ended up having to resell and lost money on it. So mm. I think that, yes, you you do need to budget. Budgeting is always important, like always. But depending on how long you save up, you might kind of lose yourself and buy stuff just because you're so excited to finally be able to buy something. So if you're saving up for a specific piece, yes, that is a wonderful way to get into the fashion if you're saving up, like, just in general, just I'm putting aside money so I can wear Lolita, that's not a good idea. You have to have a specific vision in mind or you're going to spend money on things that you're probably not going to be wearing two, three years down the road. I love how you're, you're really thinking long term with the longevity of and the wearability of those garments. Oh, uh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm an impulsive person by nature, so I've had to like kind of train myself to think what, how will I feel about this in the future? Like, yes, this is going to make me happy right now, but am I going to look back and be like, dang, I could have gotten something that will make me happy like five years later? And we've all, I think we've all had those kinds of purchases, <laughs> myself included. Oh, and my e-reader fell asleep. There we go. Now it's back. <laughs> it has my questions on it. Um, so what are some of your favorite tips to save money for Lolita fashion? Uh, personally, what I do is, well, back when I had a job before COVID, thank you, COVID, uh, <laughs> I right? would separate my paycheck. I would, I always put half of my paycheck away just in savings and then I put, I take that second half, split that in half, use part of it for like groceries, bills, yada, 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 whatever. And then I take that remaining quarter and I use that for everything else. So that may not sound like a lot, but what I like to do is I calculate, like since I only take a quarter of each paycheck, what I do is, I calculate how many hours I'm going to work, how much I get paid per hour, yada, yada, yada. And I figure out how much I'm going to get from my paycheck. Go on Lace Market, Taobao, wherever. Look at dresses in that budget. Find a dress I like. And then see if I can find something similar somewhere else for cheaper. So, like, let's, let's say I see Dolly Cat by Angelic Pretty. And I'm like, oh, this is within my budget. I go to 
Taobao, see if they have any cute cat prints for half the price. And I can get that cute cat print that reminds me of Dolly Cat. Obviously not a replica, just like something, a different print. (laughs) Of course, of course. (laughs) So I can get that dress for half the cost. And I still have that money I was going to spend anyway to get a blouse to match, socks to match, shoes to match, something else on top of, like, because I'm already going to spend that money. But now, Mm -hmm. instead of just getting one item, I can get a dress that I still like and get wardrobe fillers because a lot of people will focus only on main pieces and completely neglect blouses, socks, accessories, yada, yada, yada. So I I feel like... uh, doing stuff like that will help you save money because you won't have like 800 main pieces and then have to like scramble and buy other stuff later when it you know might be up in price and another thing I like to do is well everyone always stalks lace market that's a given everyone likes to stalk uh auctions yada yada my favorite thing to do is look for trades instead of sales Huh. Might go into that a bit more in depth? Uh, sure. Um, like I mentioned, when I first got into Lolita, I bought a buttload of crap that I did not wear for a long time. And so it was just sitting around and, you know, with most bodyline pieces, they don't really have a lot of resale value. Most of it was bodyline that I bought. And so mm-hmm. I'm sitting here stuck with a lot of stuff that I don't want that I would lose money if I sold. So I'm like, well, I'm part of a Lolita community and people are always changing their styles, leaving Lolita, yada, yada, yada. So like maybe one of them will want it if they're like leaving Lolita or changing styles and I can get something that I, you know, can use. So now you're not losing money on the item you bought on impulse or the item that you can't wear anymore or that just doesn't fit your style anymore. Now you're helping another Lolita get something that they want and you're getting something that you can actually use now. So, like, it's not really a deal so much as just convenient. Like, you don't have to spend more money. You're not making money. Just getting something that you can use so that you haven't wasted the money that you've already spent. Hmm. I've never tried uh, trading, so that's completely, like, like the only things I've really traded were things like uh not, not Pokemon cards, <laughs> Magic the Gathering cards. That's what I was thinking of. So uh, it, it kind of like, you know, blew my mind a little. I've always, I've seen trades up uh, for kind of like a quote unquote sale up for trade um, on like different groups and stuff, but I've always been too skittish to try to go for it. So. Yeah, that's understandable. One thing I've liked to do when it comes to trades is if you don't know the person well, or if you are concerned about their feedback, you can send each other payments. Like, let's say your the value of the dress is like $100. You can send each other invoices for $100, $50, whatever you feel comfortable with, and, you know, mark it down as this is the item I'm paying for. And you both, like, are just sending each other the same amount of money. So, like, now you have concrete evidence that, yes, you did spend money on this item. And so if something happens during the trade, you can get that money back. But you're not actually, like, spending money because you're just swapping it, kind of, if that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, that's super cool. So, um, 
moving on from that though, I'm, I might have to have you on for like an in-depth discussion uh, on trading Lolita fashion at some point <laughs> down the road. I feel like we're just touching the tip of the iceberg right here. <laughs> but um, what are some things you'd never recommend and perhaps discourage others from doing to save money with their Lolita wardrobes, regardless of their skill levels? Oh, regardless of skill level, I would have to say... Well, that's a tough one, actually. Like, and it can be like uh, the little sister type Lolitas, the big sister type Lolitas. Like, not all in the same exact, like, never recommendation. Oh, okay. Like for newer Lolitas, not just like uh, Lolitas who haven't had a cord or anything. Like even Lolitas who have had a few cords. I strongly advise against thrifting. I know it's an amazing way to save money, but the thing is, younger Lolitas, not younger, like newer Lolitas, don't have the eye that more experienced Lolitas do to, you know, get good things from thrifting. Like, yes, you can find amazing blouses, shoes, especially if you're a classic Lolita, accessories. I found a gorgeous black fur capelet from thrifting. Ooh. Yeah, it was stunning. It had a beautiful uh, satin bow and everything. I ended up selling it because I don't wear black in my wardrobe. That was an impulse buy, but we're not going to talk about that. <laughs> okay. We've all been there. And also, I used to be there being the brand new Lolita, thrifting blouses. And oh, no, I don't like looking at those pictures. <laughs> my first blouse was thrifted. And I was like, oh, it has lace and ruffles. This will work. But it also had a square collar, so super pointy non-Lolita collar. Keep in mind, I'm a super sweet Lolita, so it's not even like I was classic or gothic where a pointy collar would, you know, kind of blend in better. And the lace was the scratchiest, thinnest, sad lace I have ever seen in my life. Oh, no. And like... <laughs> Like, for that reason, I don't recommend thrifting to save money unless, like, until you have that more experienced eye to know what to look for, because you're just going to lose money buying things that you're not going to really be able to use. And, like, and yes, you can upcycle them, but that's honestly going to cost more than just buying a blouse from Taobao or secondhand off a lace market. So it's not really cost effective to do that. But, um, Unless unless the person wants the challenge, in which case... Oh, yeah, you know, if you want the challenge, that's, that's fine. It's just, you know, I also sew my own dresses. I'm working on a pretty floral dress right now. But sewing your own dresses gets expensive. Upcycling gets expensive. So I think of it more as mm -hmm. do it if you want something unique and you like sewing, not do it if you want to save money. Because good quality trim and fabric is pricey. Mm-hmm like but so oh, sorry <laughs> oh, no 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 you're good you're good so um and this and this will obviously be put in the show notes uh so if listeners want to uh like hunt you down and like follow you hunt you down in a good way and follow you on things like social media and such um for listeners who want to know more about you and any projects you're working on how can they find you online uh i do have instagram it's at chronic.cutie um i just made a blog i cannot remember the name of my blog uh hold on well we'll have it in the show notes <laughs> i literally just made the blog like two days ago hold on Ooh, well, welcome to the blogging world. I honestly just made it so that I could uh, post reviews on my Taobao haul somewhere. 
Ooh. Oh yeah, I had a huge haul. Souffle song, uh, CC cat. I got that adorable dollhouse dress. Uh, a ton of accessories because my wardrobe was like stolen like two years ago. So I had I'm rebuilding. Aww. Oh yeah, that's a whole different story. But okay, my blog is Chronic Cutie Chronicles. I had to go look it up on Google. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I have Instagram, chronic.cutie, and my blog is Chronic Cutie Chronicles. I also have a store of me where I sell bath bombs and stuff. I will 100% be making a bath bomb inspired by Mana because it's going to be a blue rose. I'm going to call it Monosama because why not? <laughs> yeah, I'm here for it. <laughs> uh, I think that's all the social media I have. Uh, Okay. Yeah, I also have uh, I'm also in a lot of Lolita groups on Facebook but I don't accept friend requests from people I don't know in real life, so Fair enough Fair <laughs> enough I get a lot of uh, randoms out of the blue, too and it's like, you're not even wearing Lolita How do I know? Like, Who are you? <laughs> How did you find me? <laughs> All right. Well, anyway, thank you so much for being on. I really enjoyed this interview and I think our listeners will find a lot of really useful information in oh, it. Thank you. I hope I was some help. I I honestly feel like I just get lucky. I don't even think I like really know what I'm doing half the time that I get these cheap cords. I'm just like, I don't know. <laughs> well, hey, I mean, you can now blog about like reviews for quality and stuff with like your Taobao hauls and whatnot. I think that'll be a huge resource for people. I definitely will. Thank you for listening to Lace and Cupcakes. If you enjoyed today's episode, I would love it if you would rate and review the podcast on your podcatcher of choice. If you'd like to get in touch, you can find the show on Instagram at Lace and Cupcakes pod and on Facebook at Lace and Cupcakes Podcast. See you next time.